0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Digital Diamonds podcast. So for today's episode I want to share with you a concept that I recently learned from a book that I read and I enjoyed this book so 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 much and just a concept it brought me so much joy it really gave me a huge aha moment and I really wanted to share that with you guys on today's episode because if you guys don't know I love reading personal development books, self-help books, if you listen to this podcast you probably do so as well and I think it's just always nice to get some you know recommendations from people so I hope that this episode maybe inspires you to read the book that I'm going to talk about and also let me know maybe on Instagram or by writing a review on this podcast if you want me to do more episodes on that because I've read so many personal development books and I've learned so many different concepts from them and from from them <laughs> what was that <laughs> from them and I also always make sure to take like notes so I can totally do that on more books if you want that but anyway without further ado I want to introduce you to the book Ikigai Giving Everyday Meaning and Joy by Yukari Mitsu. Mitsuhashi <laughs> I don't know if I um pronounce it right but I will link the book down below in the show notes and this is a book that my friend Jana actually got me for my 21st birthday and it's a really really gorgeous book you definitely have to look it up um, using the link down below in the description box because it's like a beautiful cover it's like a really small book actually and um, I read it through in like two hours like it's really not a big book at all it's blue it has like Fish on the front cover. It's really gorgeous, and it has a you know Japanese signs because uh, ikigai is actually a Japanese concept. I will first start off explaining what ikigai means, what it is, what I think it is, what it is for me, and then also how you can apply this concept to your own life. Obviously, I encourage you guys to all read the book yourself because I am just kind of um, reflecting my. Um, taking on the concept I guess I know how to explain that but I obviously don't want to steal away any of the content from the author I just kind of want to give you the summary that I got for myself and I really hope that this uh, inspires you to go ahead and read the book and to apply the concepts as I said to your own life so ikigai is the action we take in the pursuit of happiness so happiness is basically as the author says, the result of feeling ikigai, right? So ikigai is basically any action or anything or anything in your life really that makes you grateful for being alive. Anything that you look forward to. Ikigai is the food of life and it really is what makes you get up in the morning so ikigai could really be anything that gives meaning and joy to your life and particularly to your everyday life because what I really really love about this concept is it doesn't focus on like huge goals that are so far away in the future it really focuses on what you have right now in the present moment then you can be grateful for so that you can attract more of those things to be grateful for in the future and your ikigai obviously changes when you change right so for example when someone gives birth to a child then probably her ikigai will be her child Right? Or it could be your job, or it could be hobbies. It could be really like the smallest little things that just make you really grateful and excited um, for life. And the thing with the ikigai, why it's really important to know what your ikigai is, is once you really know what your ikigai is, then you can make that a priority and you can create more happiness in your everyday life by doing what brings you ikigai. And by the way, talking about priorities, I'm also just listening to Essentialism, to the audiobook. It's a really good book as well. Once I finish that, I can totally do another podcast episode just like that. And um, what I thought was really interesting in there about priorities is that the author said that the word priority... I think it stems from the 14th century or something, but it only became a plural, so priorities in the 19th century, because priority, it's like the top thing, like there isn't really a plural, and so I think that's that's really interesting, and ikigai really helps you to make whatever brings you happiness a priority. What I also think is really interesting about the concept of ikigai is like um, in kind of comparison to other concepts about happiness, often especially like in spiritual theories and in spiritual concepts, it's all about that happiness is a choice and happiness also only exists in the present moment and basically Only now, like not the past and also not the future can make you happy. However, what I really, really love about the concept of ikigai is that the author says that ikigai also includes the past and the future. For example with the future even if your current situation right now is not ideal you can still find ikigai in it by seeing it as a pathway towards your future. So for example if right now you're very you know not satisfied with where you are in life right now if you sit down and you journal about your dream day in like three years or your future vision or your goals and your dreams and you really find a lot of pleasure and happiness and meaning by that exercise that is also you feeling ikigai and because of the future so even visualizing your dream life or for example with the past um just as if you would for example when you talk like with a friend about memories you had or you look at pictures from your travels that happened already and you kind of get um happiness By doing that, by thinking about the past, that is also ikigai. And I really actually enjoyed that concept because I kind of felt conflicted for the past few weeks and months and just generally with me also diving into spirituality because in spirituality and uh, Buddhism and all of those kind of concepts, it's all about like releasing the past and the future as well and knowing that happiness can only exist in the now. But I'm a person, like for example, I love looking forward to things things like looking forward to Christmas and something like that gives me so much joy and so much true happiness even if it's not happening in the now and I love how Ikigai explains that right obviously it's still about not getting lost in the present uh, in the past or in the future sorry Um, but it's also about realizing that from time to time it can give you a lot of happiness as well what I also really really love about Ikigai is that it's about finding joy in the small things and not in like the huge like accomplishments, but in small little things, right? And focusing really on the small things in life because they often add up and lead to the big events. Like without the small action steps we take, we would never get to our big goals, right? So I love how Ikigai acknowledges that. And what the author also says is like in Japanese culture apparently it's really big to be present. Although Japanese people are really ambitious and really um, busy and always doing things. Apparently in their culture it's still really important to be present. Or it's like honored to be present and to really focus on details. And that's also something I really implemented in my life over the past few months. Basically in the whole of 2019 is really finding joy in the small things in life and making every day special like I really really think that the quote um like being alive today is a special occasion never save anything for a special occasion because right now is a special occasion I think that's so true because we often find ourselves thinking we have so much time but we don't realize that without being, like, morbid or something, but we could get a cancer diagnosis, di- diagnosis, diagnose tomorrow, or we could get hit by a car, or we could have a car accident, or any other illness, like, you never really know, and I think saving things up for a special occasion, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, makeup, or fashion, or, or having, I don't know a delicious dinner or anything really saving up anything for a special occasion I don't think that's right because we should we should really enjoy every day and every moment and Ikigai really focuses on that and finding the joy and being grateful for the small little things like I always try to make um, every day really nice and even if Things don't go as planned. I try to do things that make me really happy like doing yoga or going on a walk or reading a book or preparing my food nicely or watching a YouTube video. And those are maybe small little things. But if you really take time to enjoy them and to be present, it can give you so much pleasure. What I also really enjoyed about uh, the concept of Ikigai is that it says... um, well. Or basically a big part of Ikigai is whatever brings you Ikigai is usually aligned with your purpose in society. So if you have a job that really fulfills you, that is your purpose in society. Or basically if you do something that has a purpose or that that Helps other people that will bring you ikigai as well. So, basically, if you help other people, if you do something good for society, that brings you a lot of ikigai. And I also love how that's kind of connected to the concept of dharma, which you guys have heard me talk about. Dharma is basically in like yoga philosophy in Ayurveda, it's the uh, life purpose or really your life responsibility. Just like ikigai, this can change. Or some people also say that we come, like our souls have incarnated today to fulfill a certain dharma and our dharma doesn't change. So this is also like so open for interpretation. But I really love seeing dharma as our purpose in society and that we all have our specific and unique set of talents and personality traits and ambitions and dreams for reason to really fulfill our dharma And I think fulfilling your dharma or at least going towards fulfilling your dharma can give you a lot of ikigai because if you can do something that brings you joy but that also helps other people, I think that's the ultimate fulfilling thing to do. And what ikigai says basically is that in order to contribute to society... You don't have to go big in the beginning. Like you don't have to have this huge charity or you don't have to end world hunger or you don't have to change a whole country, right? You can start on a small scale. You can start sharing things with your friends and your family. You can start um, being a good influence for the people that you already have in your life. That is something I've recently learned is although we should not force change and personal development onto others, because I'm so guilty of that. Like I, I always tell like my friends, my family, you should read this book and you should do this because it helped me so much. So I feel like everyone else will also benefit from it a lot. It's like the helper syndrome in me that, that makes me do that. Um, but anyway, I realized that even sharing a book with my mom or talking with my mom about certain limiting beliefs that she has and trying to change them and help her overcome them that makes me feel really fulfilled and for that I don't need to build a huge life coaching business or whatever like we can start um doing our ikigai on a small scale and contributing to society in a small scale right and um that fulfills us as well like we don't always have to go huge and big it's really about being here now and doing what you can do now And the last little aspect I wanted to point out about Ikigai that I felt really inspired by. And also, by the way, I really want to read out to you what my personal Ikigai is, just after I finish this point. um, Is even if there are, like, obviously in life, in everyday life, there are things that we don't like doing, right? Maybe it's that you don't really 100% love the job that you are doing Or there are other things that annoy you about your everyday life. Like there's always things. There will always be things that will piss us off. That we will find annoying. Every level has a new devil. You know how it is. But with Ikigai, it's about finding the value in those unpleasant things. For example, I thought that example was really, really cool that author gave in the book is like apparently in Japan, there are those really fast trains and there are cleaners who have to clean the whole train within seven minutes. And all they do is clean, right? So they could easily hate their jobs and be like, oh, I'm so unimportant. I only clean. This is a shitty task. But what they do is they shift their mindset towards saying that they work in uh, hospitality and that they create a pleasurable experience for customers and that they are really an important part of the whole experience of taking the train and all of that, right? So By realizing that whatever you do, for example, even if you don't like your job very much, by shifting your mindset and seeing, okay, see, this is why where I'm bringing a person value. This is where I'm helping a person. This can bring a lot more ikigai and purpose to whatever you do. And also, it's or well, on a smaller scale, this could also be any activity that you don't like. For example, you don't like cleaning. Well, I personally love cleaning, but let's say you don't like cleaning. Instead of really being upset about it and annoyed by it and whatever, you can think about how can I make this more pleasant? How can I make this nicer? So, you could for example listen to an audiobook or good music or a podcast while it's cleaning or commuting, for example. I know, I know that I was guilty of that. I hated when I was in Toronto that it would take me so long to get into the city center but instead of being annoyed by that and ruining my present moment experience i would always bring my kindle and i would read or i would listen to a podcast episode or i would listen to a meditation you know like even the unpleasant things you can find the things you love about it or you can uh, you can make it more pleasurable so those were kind of the concepts that i really took from this book i really hope you guys kind of found it valuable and i really want to encourage you to think about your ikigai as well in the book there were a lot a lot of journaling prompts that helped you to come up with the ikigai which i obviously don't want to read out because you guys like i don't want i don't want to steal the author's the author's content if that makes sense um but i really hope that this episode like inspired you nonetheless and now i want to weed out to you guys, um, my icky guys. So maybe that's like a little inspiration for you. So I wrote like a huge page um with things that brought me ikigai so for example that is like traveling or um speaking on stage interviewing people um going to personal development events reading books and creating content for my youtube channel for my podcast obviously spending time with family and friends i love to journal planning um Learning really, being super creative and expressing my thoughts many different ways. I love baking, and really also knowing that my work has an impact. And I love to step outside my comfort zone and feel my potential and feel what I'm capable of. I love to be a light in other people's lives. Like that really fills me up to know that I have a positive impact, and all of those things. I love to dance. I love to. you know dress up as different like I I really love to like especially with dance like express different roles and like different sides of myself and all of those things right so I basically wrote down like a huge page of all of the things that really fill me up no matter if it's big things or small things And then I came up with four different ikigai statements, which I couldn't really decide what it is. Um, Like, what is my one statement? But I will just read them out to you guys, and maybe you will be inspired by that. My ikigai is learning, growing, and creating, and making an impact in people's lives using what I learned along the way. My ikigai is learning, growing, and creating. And empowering others to do the same by sharing my experience authentically. My ikigai is living out my potential whilst inspiring others to do the same. My ikigai is making most out of my life whilst creating what inspires and empowers others to do the same. So, as you can tell, like my ikigai is kind of growing and learning and creating myself and living my best life myself. <clears throat> And then sharing that and by that making an impact and inspiring others. So it's really this combination of living my best life for myself, but then also doing something good in society and and making an impact and inspiring others. So when you think about your ikigai, really think about what is an activity or a thing where you yourself get a lot from it but then also other people get a lot from it and I think this is super super powerful so this was a little shorter than usual like my usual podcast episodes but I really hope you guys enjoyed it nonetheless I would be so intrigued to know your ikigai so head over to instagram at laura underscore digital diamonds and send me a dm and let me know what is your ikigai Obviously, don't forget to check out the book that I linked in the show notes for you guys. And if you love this podcast episode, take a screenshot of it and share it on your IG stories. So yeah, that's basically it for today. I had a lot, a lot of fun recording this. As I said in the beginning, let me know if you want me to kind of do more episodes about the books that I read because I think that could be really really beneficial for you guys not just sharing my own concepts but also the concepts that I always learn about so yeah I really hope you guys have a beautiful day and you will hear from me in the next podcast episode bye guys